He's so mean. <laughs> this is Collar Radio, and I'm Jared. And right now you are listening to Life's Do Your Duty from their full-length Violence, Peace, and Peace Research. Tonight we're going to be interviewing the bassist of life, Nori. Hello, babies. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, and we're going to be talking about the punk scene, um, and we're also going to be talking about uh, maybe a little bit of protest music and politics as well. So, uh, yeah, this is, like I said before, this is like, like this is his first time doing the intro. It'll be, it'll be only uphill, uphill from here, guys. Or downhill. Or, or possibly downhill. We're Life's Do Your Duty, and uh, again, I'm Jared uh, for Collar Radio tonight, and uh, Aaron is also here. Aaron, say hello. Hello, everybody. Um, he's here as usual. He might chime in every now and again, or he'll probably chime in a lot. I'm already seven beers in. I probably won't be chiming in too much. Yeah, we've, we've all been drinking a little bit today already, so please uh, bear with us. So anyway, we have, like I said before, we have uh, Nordy on the show tonight. Um, Thanks for having yeah, thank you for coming. Yeah, um, we're real excited. Yeah, we're really happy to do yeah. this. Um, <laughs> I think one of the things with Kala, at least, is that we, we're really focused on, you know, death metal, extreme extreme metal, um, and we'd like to, you know, kind of explore more and at least get more into, like, punk, mm. and especially cr- crust punk, at least for myself. And uh, another Kala member, Jordan, is very much uh, very much into the yeah, crusty. Yeah, always alone. Yeah, he, he loves life. So anyway, Nori, can you uh, just introduce yourself to our listeners? I just became 45, 47 years old this month. Mm-hmm. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, those good birthday with my partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm playing black bass for life. Mm-hmm. And I've been band like more than 20 bands before life. Oh, wow. And what are the other bands that you were in before? The band called Nightmare. And Lies from the Dead, and New Kid Bikes, or bands like that. Then, and Bojo Protester, or whatever. All right. Yeah. And how long, uh, life's been around for a long time, though. 25 years. 25 yeah. years. You guys just had an anniversary show, right? Yep. And yep. Uh, where was that? Where? Yeah, where was it? It was in Nakano, Moonstep. Ah, okay. On okay. the 6th August, the day of Hiroshima. Ah, okay. Wow. We had a benefit show. Oh, that's right, that's right. I remember seeing the flyers for that as well, and I think I think Jordan went to that as well. Yep. If I can recall. So um, I invited the Parasites as a guest ah, from Montreal. Okay. Ah, okay, okay. And yeah, it seems. Uh, we'll, we'll, I get. We'll come back to that, I guess. Uh, mm. What we want to do is we want to talk a little bit, I guess, about like how did you get into punk? Like, what was what is your relationship to punk? How did you get into it? How did you get introduced to the music? Because I was born in a slave class called Eta Hinin. Mm-hmm. It's Eta. We, we have a class system here, mm-hmm. and there's the emperor, mm-hmm. and she no ko show eta hini. She is a samurai, mm-hmm. no is farmers, ko is factory workers, show is businessmen, mm-hmm. traders, mm-hmm. and eta means full of fears, mm-hmm. and hini is unhuman. Mm-hmm. It's all named, mm-hmm. and it's all class system exists still. Mm-hmm. And I was born in eta era, eta class and oh. healing class mm-hmm. and my grandma from North Korean and my grandma another grandma from China mm-hmm. so it, it's, it's too obvious for me to get into the punk music when it started because my sister was like leading to like following music mm-hmm. culture so like what was the first foreign punk music you heard but it's just six pistols on the 77 oh. or 8 oh, okay. or something like that yeah and uh, <laughs> I was born in a place called Chiba mm-hmm. it's the next world 
from Tokyo.、Mm. And I was born in a like, factory town. <laughs> and not so many people listen to kids listen to the punch. And、uh, <laughs> when I was a few months before the, my birthday, when I was 13, my sister's boyfriend gave me a press on bass. And like, this is birthday present. But it wasn't actually my, my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and they are looking for the bass player. And after one, one, one month later, we had a gig. So they, they needed a bass player. So that's how I started playing bass、mm-hmm. in the punk band.、Mm-hmm. And what was the name? Do you remember the name of the punk band? FOH. FOH? And yeah, there's so many good punks in, in Chiba. Is this the same FOH that is, is gigging a lot nowadays? No, no.、Uh, just, just like two shows and over. Oh, okay, so it's not like, what, what's the FOH fundamentals of humor? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's into the way to that. Ah, okay.、Yeah. That was my first. And、um, it is, it's interesting you talk about this, this class system immediately, which, I mean, I've, I've never heard of this class system. I mean, we talk about many things、um, when it comes to、what? class. Actually,、yeah. uh, Wasn't Eric talking about that? He was,、mm-hmm. uh, our previous episode we just recorded it was about tattoos, and he was talking about that Edo period、mm-hmm. had the class system that had the merchants、yeah. at the very bottom.、Mm-hmm. But it still exists. It's still, still、yeah. happening. Oh, wow. It's,、uh, it's a tattoo of the hu- first human rights collective called Suiheisha.、Mm-hmm. It's equality. Suihei means equality, and Sha means collective.、Oh. And it's my granddad was a member. Oh. And my, my dad still r e m e m b e r of the like, play post this collective.、Mm. Yeah, I can't say which, which party he's in, but. Oh, it's okay. I mean, I, I guess that's, that's interesting because in, in school, when we did you know, Asian studies and we talked about Japanese society, we would often talk about like, the Burakamen, which I know here like, is kind of it's interesting because in America we say it or in. English language school, we say this word, but I've had Japanese people tell me that it, it, you don't say this word in Japan, right? Burak, Burak. Burakumen, yeah. Burak, Burak. Burakumen. Yeah, that's what, that, what, what I'm talking about. Okay. Like, Eta and Hini, Ella. And the, the boss class is Burak. Ah, okay. Burak. Okay. And but that、so、phrase, Burakumen, is that like you don't say that? Yeah, I, I've had people. In, Say, like, oh, we don't really say that word, burakumen. We don't say that. There's so many like, different ways to be a like, slave class, like、mm-hmm. burakumen. I, I think it's really interesting, too, because、uh, you, you immediately start talking about these class issues,、mm. um, which I think is, is, is really important.、Um, I think when we talk about music, especially punk rock,、mm. and at least for me, and I know some listeners may disagree, and I know we have people who do disagree, I think there's always going to be this. Political tension, and there's always going to be this class element to underground music, especially punk rock or extreme music. And you, you seem to really identify with that very much in your relationship to punk rock.、Mm. Yep, yep, yep. But, but, but like so many Japanese punks, it's、uh, almost the same situation as me.、Mm-hmm. So, so many Zainichi,、mm-hmm. Koreans,、mm-hmm. black people.、Mm-hmm. Yep, so, uh, so we had no choice. Like, we had to cho- choose being Yakuza or do something, draw something, or paint、mm-hmm. something, or like play music or whatever. So, like, being creative. Yeah. So, you、yeah. kind of, it's either crime or create and do something creative. So, it's my family name. I, I, I can't get the job from the government. Yeah, I can work for the banks.、Mm-hmm. I don't even have, even have the right to have the grave. Stone. Oh, wow. 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 That's, that's really interesting. For our listeners,、uh, he mentioned、uh, Zainichi Korean,、mm. which are essentially、uh, Koreans who were brought over during the war and, or you know, migrated here during World War II,、um, and then they just stayed here after the war.、Um, so they have, they have a di- it's kind of a different class and they have different government kind of documentation.、Mm. Correct. Does that explain、um, the closeness to the Korean punk scene? Is that partly how that happened, or was it just similar backgrounds? You got, it just kind of happened naturally? Or? So to, to, to me, like, not, not so many Korean p- 
punk bands couldn't be exist longer before because they had the like they had to go to the army. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. like so many punks like turns into the nationalists after the army era. Scumlays started something new. Scumlays, right. Right, right, right? So and like they inviting they they start inviting like Japanese punk bands like System Factors or Reality Crisis or like all our friends. Mm -hmm. So I invited hit them back for the first cop punk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they give and take in mm -hmm. DIY. Yeah, because you've been running, how, how many years has Kapunk been going on right now? No, it's just for like two years. Two years? Yeah. And you've been, you've been organizing that yeah, yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm a part, part of an organizer. Okay. Yeah, we, do, we started like three people, three punks. Mm -hmm. uh, no, four punks. And now it's three. Why don't you uh, describe to the listeners what Kapunk is? So Kapunk is a big punk festival here in Tokyo, twice a year. Yeah, I think it is. yeah, but it will be the last one next March. Oh, really? 18th, 19th, and 20th. And why is why is it the last one? Because we got tired. Okay. <laughs> so, 150 bands mm -hmm. twice in a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fucking hell, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine because it is the biggest punk festival, I think, in East Asia. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. It's like, yeah. Just it used to be like only Japan has a Asian, uh, no, I mean, punk scene. Mm -hmm. Then now it's all like Jakarta scene or mm -hmm. like Southeast Asia mm -hmm. or like Middle Asia. Even I see a lot of uh, press, a lot of uh, stuff in the news about the Jakarta punk scene. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So like we should do something. Um, like I'm, I'm bringing like political issues to punk. But the others hasn't got that much like what's it ideological mm -hmm. base anything just just punk it's a the world yeah, so just yeah get involved kind of like a kind of a well just a genre into fashion I guess yeah but no much punks okay. But what, what do you think of like Japan? Because that's one of the things is we, we I think we've talked about this on the show before too. Is just the the fashion versus I don't know this the music and what is the music supposed to mean and you know should music be political? Should punk be political? What do you think? Because uh, I've never really thought think about about it because I'm no musician. Mm -hmm. I play bass, but I'm play bass for punk band. But you, you, you're involved in a lot of punk bands, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're yeah. you're very much involved. Yeah, for someone in, who's been in what, 20, 20, 20 different bands, bands. <laughs> say, like, I'm not a musician, like, really? <laughs> but you're very much involved in the scene, and for you, what do you think? Do you think that punk should be political? Or should uh, punk just be fun? To me, it's like being a punk is already political. You have to deal with capitalism. Mm -hmm. You have to deal with, uh, like, or oh, Business and industry, yeah, industry, and nowadays, like all the why punk bands, like uh, gave up to be a, like no effects or whatever. No, so like pop punk <laughs> so, and yeah, kind of the bigger stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, especially after the 2011, mm -hmm. it's more political. Like punk became like political. They have to face to the political issues after the nuclear disaster in the 311 mm -hmm. 2011. And I, now it's like, it's getting be, being like more good for me. Mm -hmm. Good for me. So, I, I don't know, I don't give a fuck about anyone mm -hmm. else. <laughs> so it's, it's becoming more, more political after 2011. Oh yes, okay. because they have to face to the like, yeah, nuclear disaster, and we have, <laughs> we have to save the people in the Fukushima. Still. Yeah, I guess that's largely ignored by the media here and international coverage as well. Yeah. Uh, what's going on in Fukushima? I know there's, um, I think Butcher ABC is doing a uh, a tour for uh, a benefit tour for Fukushima. I think. Yeah, or, or like underground the sea started moving. Mm -hmm. Before the government. 
I went to the Fukushima, and after four days after the nuclear power plant ex exploded, mm -hmm. and it was like black haze surrounded, mm -hmm. black haze surrounded, and like the people were still there, so we had to go to safe. Mm -hmm. So you actually went up there after the the disaster. Yeah, I'm still going. Okay. Okay. And what what kinds of activity? What do you do up there? The first time we have to do is looking for the dead body. Mm -hmm. um, oh, wow. Especially inside the twenty kilometer, no one wants to go. Mm -hmm. So like we all punk, like yeah, got bit together and went. Wait, you went into the radiation zone. Yeah. Oh there's wow. like over the hundred. Three hundred three point six microsieve per hour or something like that. Oh and wow! Alarm was like kept ringing, but we had to find the bodies. Oh jeez! And someone uh, had the possibility to still alive. Wow! So. Wow! Yeah, like even the the JSDF uh, weren't going into the radiation zones. Mm. Which yeah, was, uh, too dangerous. And but punks so were like, yeah, we'll, we'll go in there. There's so many punks here that moving, like coal from slang, mm -hmm. or like so many. Yeah, it was good, just we, because we could share the real information, not from TVs. Mm -hmm. That's actually really amazing. I, I had no idea. So I'm assuming you guys were kind of going up into the radiation zone, and this was not sanctioned by the government at all. You guys were just going on your own. Yeah, but like. In the, in the first few months, we could go in. It wasn't the barricade, mm -hmm. and we, we, could, we could we could even like just ah, sort of sharing the information with the cops too. Mm -hmm. Well, the government decided not to go in. So they they tried to stop you guys. Yeah, from in the, the like they they made a borderline, twenty kilometer. Mm -hmm. So. Because there's so many lovers and rapists, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow, that people is, that's sometimes that's intense. It's yeah. frankly incredible. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we take a, take take a little a break, break yeah. and what's our next track, Jared? Hold on, I think I've got it written right here. And the next track is uh, "The World Lies Across Them" by Life.
right, and that was The World Lies Across Them from Life. Again, we're here with Nori, the bassist of Life. But I'm, I'm, I'm not on that record. Oh, okay, you're no. not on that one. Yep. Okay, so when did you join Life formally? Nine years ago. Nine years ago. Almost, yes. That's right, and uh, The World Lies Across Them was released in, what, 2005? Yeah. Or is it earlier? I'm not, I'm not that much life friend, so... Okay. <laughs> I'm not yeah, very much into, like, class or life. Okay, okay. Mm. So, um, earlier we were talking about how, in, during the break, we were talking about how you learned English. Oh, yeah. And uh, no, how, how did you learn no English? One, no one's coming. <laughs> from vinyl, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. From vinyl, mm -hmm. reading lyrics. Because first time that discharge or... Minus right, mm -hmm. or bad brains, mm -hmm. or bad lines that appeared. Especially the bad religion taught me like so many words, well, mm -hmm. like good words. And so because I wanted to know what they're singing about, mm -hmm. but they're so angry. So you like, were you just reading them and translating the lyrics as you went through? or? Yeah, by myself. Okay. Because I only graduated junior high school. I went to the high school for four years, but I couldn't graduate. Oh, okay. Because I was too busy touring mm -hmm. in Japan. Were you a good student? <laughs> I was playing the bass in the band, that's all. Yeah, you just said you were too busy touring while you were in yeah. high school. Wow, that's that's a pretty young start. Ah, uh, no, the 80s or like 90s era. Yeah, because the 80s was the boom area, boom era, right? Yeah, it's like, especially after the 84. Like, we had a bubble, because uh, after 84, legal mix started and he invaded Japan, because this place is colony of the U.S. government, mm -hmm. U.S. Army. So, um, like, people get richer, rich get richer, and so many homeless appeared in the streets, too, mm -hmm. from that era. Mm -hmm. And the, the government sold the railway company, which the government owned, to the like capitals, so 80s was like village or like people. Rich get richer, yeah, so rich get richer. Yeah. yeah, that one, that one. So yeah, actually, you said there's a lot of like homeless people during that time, um, and was there a lot of uh, gentrification going on? Ah, uh, yes, well? yes, in here, mm -hmm. gentrification. Yeah, yeah. It's and a Roppongi, it's like... Yeah, it's, prime example. Yeah. Roppongi Hills, I yeah. think, was one of the and, big uh, ones. And what's it? Something Tower. It's in Asakusa. Gentrification is always... Yeah, yeah they, they displaced a bunch of people mm -hmm. to build like this giant tower that's, mm -hmm. from what my artist friends tells me, is just an architectural nightmare. It's just mm -hmm. ugly as hell. Yeah, it's, it's just a tower. Actually, the same thing happened in uh, Aoyama, Amotosando, Amotosando Hills. Yeah, Amotosando Hills, yeah. <laughs> like, that mall was built on yeah. what was formerly, like, a very old, like, classic building that was, uh, like, a, like, one of the heritage buildings, one of the few buildings to survive, like, one of the big earthquakes back in the early part of the 20th century. It was also an apartment building, like, people were living yeah, it there. Yeah, it was public housing, I think. It was a danji. Mm. Danji? Yeah, yeah, it was a danji they, also. They knocked it down to build... <laughs> a mall. Because <laughs> uh, so many punks tried to occupy that. Uh, that oh, then, really? Yeah, and cops late. Like, so well, many foreign yeah. foreign punks coming here, and like, mourning about like, why the Japanese punks haven't got a squad or free space for the like, underground culture or stuff like that. But we, we tried, we, mm -hmm. we owned, like, but, but my squad couldn't last more than four years. Mm -hmm. hmm? like your squad? Like, you. Yeah. But the cops race in the end, and the two twelve of us got arrested. Oh wow! And yeah, we own own. And we lived there, and we own the like old hospital. Mm -hmm. The cops raided, and you guys they got, got seven, seven, like two two of them got seven years sentence, and holy shit! I, I can't say more about another two because they're still in court oh no it was like late 90s and they're still in court yes oh. still in a, what's it the, the legal process litigation yes, yes, yeah yes so this is really interesting because i think um maybe at one of the vegan extremes 
I think Naru asked somebody who was talking about how there's no squat culture. Squat culture, I'm doing the, the imaginary quotes there with my fingers, but squat culture, how it exists in, say, the UK and Europe, and how there isn't a squat culture here. Mm, but it sounds all over. <laughs> but it sounds like you there was a squat culture that lasted yeah, for four years. Yeah, because the first time I was in band, like more than thirty years ago, mm-hmm. and like they they had no place for the punks, mm-hmm. so we had to play in a, like like factory place, and we had to occupy there. Mm-hmm. And the cops always comes, like but. Yeah. Oh, so you guys would find like a warehouse. Yeah, well, the, we, the... we 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 can't really share the information, so the. the Still, flyer culture exists oh, in Japan, right, right. Japanese punk scene. Mm-hmm. That's the reasons we have to share the information not on the internet or not, not on the, like jeans or whatever. Give the flyer to the people who, I, who we can trust. Because the cops will yeah. come yeah. or something. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. But, but it's always cops coming. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can see the difference. They had the phone jacks on their ears mm-hmm. and oh. had the Nike, Nike shoes or something. Oh, so they're trying to infiltrate. Yeah, and like keep like taking the photos of the punks or like anarchists or like Antifa mm-hmm. people. Wow, really? So there's a so straight like, up like punk like surveillance program. Like they're watching you guys. Oh, yes. Yes. Jeez. So what's a, there's no point if you couldn't be that threat. Actually, that, that makes me think of, um, like, if you're that big a threat, that means you're doing something right. Like, if the government's trying to watch you, mm-hmm. then you must be doing something right. You must be having an effect. So, it's not when they want to come to just to enjoy your show. Mm-hmm. Like, that means you're not having an effect. That means mm-hmm. that you're toothless. Just one me, just another example. I, I've been getting involved with the... I've been looking after disabilities for 20... I'm looking after like handicapped people, disabilities. Mm-hmm. And that's my job now, now like, for my life. But I'm not doing bad things, I, I hope. Mm-hmm. But, but the government keep watching. They're watching. Mm-hmm. So I got arrested all around 10 years ago. And I've been a fugitive for seven years. Oh, wow. And uh, my limitations go over on the 16th October 2000. Three years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, so wow. if the government could uh, catch me, oh, yeah, they the try to pick the mm-hmm. information out from me. So I need, I have to, I, I, I've got the people I have to protect, mm-hmm. like my friends or like the handicapped people are getting involved and my partner or whatever. So Can you tell us what uh, organization you work with to help? It's called the Jiritsu no Ie. It's a house of independent. Then the, it's, it's just an NPO. And the old punks works, works the, at the, we started. Oh, you so guys it, started it? You guys started this NPO? Yeah, I'm actually the, like, the very first member and I'm still getting involved. Wow. So I'm not going to stop until I die to push in the wheelchair all the time. I love it. Yeah, so, I mean, so it's a, I, I know like the, the laws here for NPOs, it's difficult to become recognized as an NPO by the government. Uh, it depends. Okay. It depends. It's like some nationalist, not legal party, mm-hmm. start being, the, uh, start taking the license out from the NPO, like, I, I don't know which ministry does it, I can't say it in English, but, so, it's, it is, it really depends. Okay, so there's a lot of, like, nationalist right-wing organizations that are be, being acknowledged by the government as an NPO. Oh, yeah. And what about, like, left-wing or humanitarian? Just too easy. It's still easy? It's still easy. Okay. Yeah. Just easy. Okay, so we could, we could do it. So. Okay, so you guys were able to do that. <laughs> you guys, oh, if you guys did so, it. Yeah, <laughs> most of the care worker is the punks, and mm-hmm. they all have the arrest record. Uh, mm-hmm. like, we oh, still wow. can, we still run it. That's actually really 
really inspiring in a lot of ways. I have actually oh, noticed yeah. that on your Instagram. I follow you on Instagram, and I've seen, oh, God. you know, care working punks just, uh, hashtag <laughs> and everything. Yeah, care working so, punks. Yep. Yep. So I'm not gonna stop. I really, I really admire this. To be honest, I really admire you for, you know, doing these sorts of things. I think that's really, really <laughs> incredible. Like working within your community to do stuff. Because I was in, a, you know, like, again involved in the. Black of Liberation of Alliance, actually. Dome, so, Alliance. It's a name, name of the, like, Hisabets Black, mm -hmm. discriminated people's slave class oh, organization. Okay. Mm -hmm. My dad was involved. Mm -hmm. And, like, <laughs> but they start inviting a nuclear power plant. Really? Because, like, black people has no job. Ah, okay. His name is this human, <clears throat> the lowest one, to, which is my granddad. Right, right. And, and he, he, they had no choice. Like, they all sub, like, it, you know, the ninjas, mm -hmm. they are assassins. Yeah, yeah. And they, like, killing animals, like, for eat or, like, mm -hmm. for wear or whatever. Like, what's what a black job. Mm -hmm. So, I used to hate that my... Dad did mm -hmm. to get involved the LDP part, the LDP, mm -hmm. and get a job out from them, and work for the like spreading the nucleus, mm -hmm. and so I turned into the I, I left left that organization when I was seventeen, then get involved with the that's it. Handicapped people's activists. Mm -hmm. We should make a note that when we describe uh, black people and black class, we're not talking about actual people of African descent. Yeah. We're describing the economic class. Uh, just Google it. Google called. it. Yeah, just, yeah, just, just, just Google, Google it. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the Buraku class is the yeah. underclass, yeah. the untouchables. Yeah. Almost. This we're not we're not talking about actual black people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Black not black. Right. Black. B U R U K. B U R U K U. No, oh, I was about to ask, um, if someone wanted to volunteer at the organization you work for to help uh, the people with disabilities, how would they or how would they volunteer? Uh, what's the website they could uh, uh, get in touch with me. <laughs> uh, get in touch with him. <laughs> yeah. What's the well? How can someone get in touch with you? Are you are you're on Instagram? Are you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter, but face to face is the best. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, just send yeah. you a send you a message just, and say let's meet. Just uh, the guy I'm looking after is the like most heaviest handicapped person. He he, he can't even talk. He can't move mm -hmm. any of the part. So if he wants to talk, he have to, he picked his arm up. Mm, and really? I have to, so I, we have to, we all care workers have to watching him all the time. And when he wants to talk, he eyebrows up, and like yeah, and that goes to like A B C D E of oh, G. The, the and he, he yeah. wants to go to the toilet. Stop mm -hmm. at T. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> so. So if you if you are asshole, you can do anything. <laughs> you can abuse him, <laughs> and like some people does it. Uh -huh. yeah, how do you, how do you, how do you steal the money? No, oh, like oh, that's awful. How? Yeah, but it happens. It happens. It's a oh, world. so that's why yeah. you say get in touch with me. Yeah, yeah so, you want to be okay. You want to keep those people. Away. Have you have you had a, a, a time where that did happen? Where you know the the volunteer stole from him or ah uh, yeah just the first time I met that guy called Shacho mm -hmm. I always put in Instagram mm -hmm. says they, they didn't have the law for the what the discrimination of the handicapped people <laughs> so everyone could get involved and like or, or animal liberation activist came to the to volunteer, mm -hmm. but after 2004, 
the government set up the new law, and we need a license mm-hmm. to get involved in handicapped people's life. So we have to pay, pay like 70,000 yen, which is $700 uh, in the US, and to the, like, some organization, ex-member of ministry, like uh, the social welfare ministry or stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. like, actually, I feel like we lost. Oh. We had like so much demonstration and protestation, mm-hmm. like on the street, but we let them set that law. So you need, if you want to do the volunteer, you have to go like really underground. Mm-hmm. You have to use your name, like, and yeah, but if you want to do it, I saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, so you said the ex-member of the Ministry of Welfare. Yeah. So did he start like a new corporation that was then contracted by uh, a new uh, company? Yeah, uh, it's uh, something to do with global globalization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, ex-members, they, uh, ex-workers for the ministry needed a job just to... Uh, there will be the 65 soon, mm-hmm. in 2025. Mm-hmm. And they have to leave the job, so they have to like find a new way to make money out from the citizens. Mm. Like, so that's a reason. Oh, it's something okay. to do with yeah. globalization. So for our listeners, uh, what Nordi is describing is what some scholars call, I believe, tunnel corporations where ministers in the bureaucracy, they leave, they retire from their bureaucratic post, and then they go and they join this company, this private company that then is contracted by the bureaucratic arm ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how they make more money from the government. Um, Instead of just taking their pension and going, they're getting more money Yep. Out of the taxpayers, out of us. So poor people cannot get in touch with handicapped uh, people. Mm-hmm. That's how they lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, you, they don't want you know poor people to help handicapped people, well, yeah. or to help poor people. Seven hundred yen is like yeah. seventy thousand yen. It's pretty much yeah. for, for you to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. Yep. <laughs> more money than I have in my but pocket. But right? you really want to do it, like just just do it. Just, just you get in touch with people. I'm surprised to hear you. Well, I guess I'm not surprised. You talk about all these protests. Oh yeah. And we just uh, published an article about how protests in Japan are never covered on the news. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like I know. um, like the Article Nine reinterpretation. <clears throat> The guy who set himself on fire at Shinjuku Station. Mm. Mm. I learned about that from a Swedish newspaper. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't learn about that from any Japanese news sources. I had to learn about uh, the foreign news. You're, you're in the land of technology, so information control here is totally perfect. Right. So, not, like, you never have, you, you, don't, you don't get that much information now from the, about the Fukushima, or from mm-hmm. this country. Mm. And every time I put something about, it, like, Today's nuclear level, so mm. like Facebook immediately less. Oh, we really? last only 15 minutes. Really? Oh. 15 minutes to lose, they lose, not mine. But mm-hmm. Wow, so, so like 15 minutes after you post something, it's just gone? Yep. Oh, jeez. Now I'm wondering, like, with yeah. the whole thing about fake news in the U.S., everybody's talking about fake news. Oh yeah. And I'm wondering how and how Facebook says they're going to regulate fake news. Mm. But how is that going to affect, like, how will governments use this for their own ends? So we've talked about before how the, the media here is, is highly suppressed. It's very much censored. Um, you know, everybody toes the line, right? Well, the easiest way to describe that is uh, it's, it's Japan. <laughs> it is Japan. Mm-hmm. So... It's it's not very easy to be a punk for Japanese people. Believe it. Yeah. Believe it. Wow. So you there is a squad, like so there's some squads in Tokyo, but I can't say anything about it. And you have to be a member of the new left sect. By the new left, you mean like?
those sorts of organizations. <laughs> don't we'll, say that. We'll, we'll just cut don't that, that out. We'll, we'll just don't cut that, that, that out. out. We'll cut that out. <laughs> for my own yeah, you, uh, you, edification. Yeah, for my own, for my own clarification. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what those are. You, you, you have to go like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twice. The lady more oh, radicalist. Lots of stuff going on. We'll edit a yeah. lot of this stuff out. Like, everyone just pictures Japan as like a, such a homogenized culture where mm-hmm. everyone just kind of goes <laughs> along. It's not, you know? yeah. And it's only until you get here and you start talking to people. I'm like, sorry, you, yeah. you see protests, but you yeah. never hear about them anywhere in the media. Well, like, 3.6 million use the Shinjuku station at the one day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But after t- 2011, I, we organized a like, huge demo, the, the one of the hugest. But it was only like 30 million. 30 million came to the anti nuke demo. Oh, After wow. the 2011, mm-hmm. oh, no, in the 2011, I think it's not that much. Mm. Not that yeah. much. Yeah. Really? But it's still it's still That's 30 million. It's still a lot of people, people that. Yeah, but, but up. we need more mm-hmm. because you know, we 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 can't do do that like like EU black block people does. Yeah, uh, like, like what's going on like, in Paris. It's more. The Japanese cops and like spy ministry called Koan Chosacho is more like insidious. So like you have to take the risk more like to call yourself Antifa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked a little bit with a general with with, with uh, one of my informants, um, and he's involved with Shioto Noran. Um, he runs in a a. Zine shop in Shinjuku, you probably Matsumoto? know it. IRA, so Narita. Narita, 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 yeah. Narita, Narita, um, Narita. He's sick. Yeah, he was. Uh, he he was kind enough to give me an interview for my kind of field work. Okay. Um, and he was talking about uh, after three eleven, where a bunch of people got together. You you might have been there also mm. um, to do a protest in Koenji. Yeah. But it was not licensed, and he mm. said, you know, they got people together and they they stopped traffic in Koenji, but then the police arrested some people yeah. to basically stop the protest because yeah. there are people who can't be arrested, right? They have they have families and stuff like that to take mm-hmm. care of, right? If they get arrested for 30 days, right, they're held for 30 days, they lose their jobs, right? Yep. So once you lose jo- your job, like, it's, it's going to be hard to get a new job yeah, um, right. Right. these days. Yep. It's Japan, it's not like... It's not like America, yeah, where yeah, everyone no, no, I know like, that I grew up with has been arrested yeah. at some point. Yeah. You know. And, like, you have to be a salaryman, a businessman, mm-hmm. you know, like, to survive in this country. Mm-hmm. It, it's not so many people are lucky like me. Mm-hmm. I met Chacho, who is to look, look after, mm-hmm. so I was lucky. Well, the drama of life, have to work for let's say NTT, and so he has to wear the suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he has to do like the necktie. The necktie mm-hmm. has to be the salary man, and he can't do the volunteer work because he has to sign up for mm-hmm. to to work for the company. So it's hard for punks to survive in this country, mm-hmm. especially in Tokyo. It sounds like it's hard for like a lot of young people and a lot of people in general to survive. Yeah, yeah. Where this is sort of there's this kind of myth of Japan being a middle class nation, mm. where everybody is a salary man. You know, everybody has yeah. these you know company jobs. But I mean, the more and more people I meet and I talk to, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Because billions of people in this Shinjuku Station, but. You're not gonna see so many friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make friends in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't give a fuck about it, mm-hmm. the others. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel I feel that when I push in the wheelchair, some people like just saying like, "Oh, why the fuck the handicapped people be on the train or stuff like that?" Oh wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we have to do so many struggles. So do you think so, it? There was a lot of struggle back then in the 80s and 90s, and you had the kind of squat thing going on. You had the, the problems with the police and whatnot. 
But what about what about now? Is it harder now? Is it easier now? Is it the same? Uh, it's easier now. Easier now. Okay. Yeah, easier now. Okay. But I can't tell tactics on the no, podcast right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was saying like maybe maybe it's easier because you've been doing it for so long. You're just used to it. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so many pumps start get involved. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it, we start new era. New era, really? Yeah. Because um, it used to be like all pump scenes got separated, mm -hmm. divided. And like, like Japanese Japco scene mm -hmm. and class scene, mm -hmm. skateboard, slash core, mm -hmm. slash metal, or, or like, but after 2011, Especially after the noughties, like we got so so sort of like got be together, because mm. more unification. Now. Yeah. yeah, and uh, the economy gets low, mm -hmm. and so many is gave up by the money's sake. Mm. Gave up to be a punk, like to continue being a punk, like EU punks. Mm -hmm. So the I don't want to say which, but especially <laughs> the EU punks, yeah. graduated punks, really early. Mm -hmm. uh, after the thirty, like they get house and kids and like yeah. <laughs> and, yeah but yeah, it's okay if they're happy. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't be happy like that because mm -hmm. we live in Tokyo. Just listen to Life's Violence, Peace, and Peace Research off of their last full length. Good track. Um, now it's come time for our goodbyes and thank yous. And first and foremost, as always, we thank 
Bar Brujeria for allowing us to record in here. We thank Kenji. Kenji yeah. Make sure you uh, go buy Butcher ABC's music. Yeah, go buy some Butcher ABC albums. Yep. And if you haven't done so already. And come to Brujeria. Jablaska. Jablaska. is the monkey. If you're in Rapongi and you're tired of the bros and the yeah, hustlers, come, come to Bar Brujeria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You come can here. come here and listen to death metal and worship Satan like a good yeah. old fashioned human a, being. And bolt to throw in crusts. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the bolt throw you could ever want. Yep. <laughs> also, shout out to Osaka Punk Band, Dead 413, a, a common acquaintance between Nori and I. Well, yeah. Genji and Asa. And um, be sure to check out the censorship piece uh, that I wrote uh, at Kala.jp. Uh, Jared, you're going to have a new piece about protest music coming out, so everyone make sure to keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Nori, if someone wants to donate to Fukushima Relief, what's a good organization for them to donate to? Uh, don't put the money on the Japan Red Cross. Don't put the money on the... Japan Red Cross. Oh, don't put it on Japan Red Cross. Yeah. Well, where should they donate? Huh? What What should they do? Uh, NBC missions, NBC success, which is Korsang Pond. And uh, um, Harvard Malev called the Distrolacos. Okay, Distrolacos. I, I started the Distrolacos in 2011. Oh, to help yeah, Fukushima. To, yeah, okay. for just just for the benefit. Thank you for tuning in. As Say goodbye, you. everybody. Goodbye.
devastated the country. No pestilence had ever been so fatal or so hideous. Blood was its avatar and its seal, the redness and horror of blood. There were sharp pains and sudden dizziness, and then profuse bleeding of the pores with dissolution. The scarlet stains upon the body, and especially upon the face of the victim, were the pest band which shut him out from the aid and from the sympathy of his fellow men. And the whole seizure, progress, and termination of the disease were the incidents.